1: Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au.
0: Yes, the new season is around the corner. Football is here. The Isuzu Yield A-League kicks off 7th of October. Experience it live. Search A-League's tickets And apparently 30,000 are going to be there at the SFS on Saturday. Hopefully that's repeated right around the country. We are going to preview every single club over the next uh, 15, 20 minutes or so. Before that, uh, a couple of tweets have come in or a couple of messages uh, the first one is, no name on this one, Broski. Evening, gents. Thoughts on Jakey Brimmer this season. Is there a chance he can steal a ticket to Qatar? I think he's in the the thoughts of Graham Arnold, isn't he? I think it's only injury that kept him out of the, the last squad.
2: And, and look, he would have to be on, um, you know, close and on Arnie's radar, definitely. After the season he had, he's someone who can provide something going forward. So, um, look, if, if injury was the only reason he missed out, and I'd say a lack of game time going into those last couple of games, then mm. um, I'd have him there. I definitely would have him there.
0: Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six is our text number. Billy, uh, good evening, gents. Love the show. Always listen in. Uh, hope the female guest you had on last week, that's Alicia, is safe and well. She is. That was quite confronting and worrying. It was. Uh, gents, may I please inquire if you can purchase A-League tickets at the gate uh, like a few years ago with cash? Now, Broska, you've been hot-footing it on your phone to try and find out the answer to this.
2: I have. So I have uh, sent a text to Sydney FC who has told me that uh, Allianz Stadium is... Now a cashless
0: venue. Cashless venue. Yes. But we don't know if that's the same rights around the country. Well, I can tell you Combeck is as well. So right. both those two new stadiums in Sydney, you'll have to have a, a credit card or something on your phone. Comback's there we go. the same. Sorry, okay. Billy. That's that's the answer you asked, and we tried to provide. Um, want to hear some stuff about Matt Simon and everything Mariners. No name on that. Uh, what do you have? We'll come on to that when we talk about the Mariners uh, very shortly, and uh, another one that says a couple of questions. said, geez, this is not easy to operate this this panel. Two questions, and no name on this one either. How important are preseason games for clubs? Uh, Melbourne City have lost all three, but I highly doubt they'll finish anything but top two. And secondly, Brosky, how many preseason signings have to work for a club to make the final stroke win the plate?
2: Um, look, the first Good questions. Yeah, they well they are. I mean, the first question. Preseason season games, uh, look, all players hate playing them. So I, I wouldn't read too much into results. But, um, you know, obviously it's more just to get those combinations working, you know, get your fitness up and that's it. Because you're right. I mean, Melbourne City will more than likely finish top two. So their results don't really matter. Um, and the second question was about pre-season signings. How many? How summons, how many? Summons, yeah. Look, There is no number. I mean, you look at Melbourne City this year, they, they haven't really recruited uh, a great number of players. Um, it just depends on on what you do with that squad, I guess, as a coach, you know. So there's no number, there's no set number into having a good season. It's a squad you have, it's, it's the coach getting the best out of that squad, and
0: that's it. And uh, a message from Stuart uh, about Simon Spiel, wonderful summary. Simon, the A-League has always struggled to get bums on seats. Well, not always. And what happened on Saturday night is unfortunately... The sole reason why I will not attend a game. Such a pity because I thought the game was great viewing. Stuart, give it a go. Come down and watch an A-League game. I guarantee that's 99.9% of the game, just like in every other code of sports, you will be perfectly safe and you won't see that sort of stuff. you anyway, a lot more
2: positive than what I would have been to old Stuart there with that text. <laughs>
0: <right>. <laughs> okay, let's uh, see if we can find some positivity, Broski, uh, for the fans of the 12 A-League clubs. We're going to run through all 12 of them and uh, get your thoughts on how they're going to do this season. It starts alphabetical order, Adelaide United. Now, of course, if the old rules had been in place last season, uh, the Reds would have beaten Melbourne City in the semi and reached the grand final um what what do you think they're going to do this time around Carl Viet's uh, third full season he's been pretty close to the grand finals in his first two seasons without making it can he go third time lucky this time around
2: um look I I don't know I think Carl Viet is doing an amazing job um you know in, in his couple seasons so far he's unearthed some brilliant young players um and look while on paper he hasn't had the strongest squad in those couple of years. He's exceeded our expectations. So for me, that comes down to him, um, you know, what are you, what, how he's able to get the best out of these players, regardless of um, the squad on paper. And uh, look, I'm looking forward this year to seeing more of Iren Kunda. He was excited, young kid. Um, and look, I think they'll rely heavily on Goodwin, Halloran coming back, Iwasuki, to win them games. So look, if these three have a big season, um, they can possibly surprise us again
0: need a better start to the season than they had last year. I don't think they won any of their first six or seven, maybe even eight matches. They can't afford that this time around to play catch-up. No, and incredible then
2: that they went on to, to go as far as they did. But Absolutely. Again, that, look, um, you can't. You can't be playing catch-up, not, not in the A-League, not getting that far behind, even though they did and they were able to come out of it. I think, you know, um, they, they won't be able to do that again, though. No.
0: Okay, and I'm going to ask you this question on the back of every club, and then we're going to get your top six, and I'll, I'll give you mine as well. Finals, just as a general top six, yes or no?
2: For Adelaide? Yep. No.
0: Brisbane Roar, let's move on to them. Big season for them, for Warren Moon probably in particular. Um, disappointing to miss out on the finals last season. Went out of the cup this year in the semifinals. Uh, Charlie Austin, Riku Danzaki, probably their two headline signings. Joe Knowles has done well in the Cup. Uh, how do they go this season and why? Uh,
2: well, Joe Knowles is a great story. Um, you know, signing from the Oakley Cannons, it's, I guess that's what the Cup competition gives, you know, that hope to players playing in the MPLs that they do have a chance if they, you know, if they do well, that they can, you know, make it into A-League squad. So good on him. Um, and look, Charlie Austin, for me, is their big signing. He is... They dominated a lot of games. They played very good football at times, but just didn't have someone, you know, to score goals. And and he comes here with that pedigree and with that, um, you know, responsibility of doing that. He, he he certainly can. We've seen that he's a character as well, which which we want more of in the uh, in the league. And look, around him with Danzaki, Henry Hall, Miller Usnich, um, and O'Shea, who's brilliant behind him, they'll be exciting going forward. They now have someone who can score goals. He needs to stay fit and doing exactly that. Um, and if he does, look, another team that could be a surprise packet.
0: Important to keep Tommy Aldred fit, I would suggest, as well, at uh, the back. Finals, yes or no? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> After all that positivity. Well, I mean, you have to be, a no. Know,
2: somewhat positive. And, <laughs> yeah. and look, they could surprise, right? But yeah. I don't have them okay. in okay. my six. Uh,
0: let's move on to the Central Coast Mariners. <laughs> and uh, let's start with... <laughs> Let's start with that uh, that text message that we got through. Wanted to hear some stuff about Matt Simon. In case you missed it in the last twenty four hours, he's announced his retirement. That that disc problem in his neck is obviously much more serious than than first thought. He he can't get back to full fitness, but he's had a terrific career. You played with him, of course, at Sydney FC.
2: I did, and honestly, uh, one of the uh, nicest, most genuine people players that that I've ever come across Um, a a guy that off the pitch, off the pitch and on the pitch and on the pitch. He was a tough guy to play. I sent him this message last night when I heard and I said, mate, uh, in in putting it nicely, I said, you were tough to play against. Um, I said, but honestly, one of the best teammates I've ever had. Um, And he is, he, he, he was a guy who always put the team first, always put, you know, what it, what everybody was trying to achieve, regardless of whether he started, whether he was on the bench, whether he was injured he was always for the team and putting the team first and that that's extremely rare you know and he was there driving you know the standards every single day at training that I was with him uh the, the the Mariners are definitely a lot worse off as as a team as a club without him we certainly were at Sydney without him um and honestly I couldn't I can't speak highly enough of just how great a bloke this guy actually is
0: here, hear. Um, let's talk about their team. Um, lots of new signings. Of course, one or two have gone as well, most notably probably Kai Rolls, who left during the off-season to join Hearts, where he's, he's going gangbuster, or at least he was until he, he got injured, unfortunately. Garan Kowal will join Newcastle, but not until January. They've still got Jason Cummings up top. Danny Vukovic, I think, is a very good replacement for Mark Beregitti uh, in goal. They seem to have a good spine, a good mix of youth and experience. How do they go, Broski?
2: Um, well, I won't tell you yet whether I think they end up, but I think it's great that we get uh, qual uh, get to see more of him until January. Uh, I think Orenia leaves a a big hole, but um, you know they got two good youngsters that they've signed in Michael Ruse and Samuel Silveira. Um, I've liked what I've seen from both of those guys, um, and then Marco Tullio, twenty four year old Brazilian. I mean, he's an unknown to us, I guess. So we sort of wait and see. Um, how he goes, but Vukovic for me is is the big signing, you know. Uh, I think uh, what he brings out, to, he hasn't played much in the last year or two, um, so he'll be raring to go and, and get himself, you know, on that plane to Qatar as well. I think with uh, Langerak putting his, ha- his hand up again, um, you know, that's really made things difficult for those, uh, or interesting for those goalkeeping positions. So Nick Montgomery did extremely well last year and um, could be a surprise packet, like you said.
0: Finals, yes or no? No. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay, so we're zero from three from the first uh, three clubs. Let's move on to MacArthur. Uh, We've spoken a little bit about their cup win, of course, and the fact that Dwight York appears to have instilled, maybe, I don't know if you agree with this, new levels of resilience. Uh, He's got quality, of course, particularly that front four, including Daniel Arzani. Is he one of the keys to their success this season?
2: He definitely is, um, and look, I, I think in having him back, York is the key to getting the best out of him. I think he's a very confident young kid, and can sometimes um, look. I wouldn't call him selfish, but I think when it comes to being a part of a team, sometimes he can put himself first. Um, and I think Yorkie with the pedigree he has, is someone who can keep him in check and really get the best out of him. So I think we've seen it already. He looks fit, he looks strong, he looks as willing as ever to be to take players on. You know, he got. Two or three players had uh, coming at him during the game, and he 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 didn't care. He wasn't phased. He's been obviously given a free role to, um, you know, to to attack and to express himself, which is great. Um, Needs
0: a bit more end product at the moment. Of course though, he does. Of course that, he does. That'll come. You you imagine?
2: And look, I think all around him, they all do. You know that that is probably the one concern. They yep. had a lot of chances, created a lot, but are probably lacking that. You know, 15 to 20 goal a season. Uh, striker at the moment. So we'll see if if um, if they do unearth that. But going forward, an incredible side um, and we'll be up there.
0: Finals? Absolutely. Yes. Right. MacArthur in. Uh, <laughs> Melbourne City, last year's grand finalists. If you, uh, incidentally, if you agree or disagree, feel free to send us a text 0457 736 736. Uh Melbourne City, uh, we've got a Barisha back in the league. Vallon Um They've lost Connor Metcalf, of course, in midfield. Roston Griffiths has departed as well. One or two of the other new signings. Thomas Lamas has come in from Bulgaria. Richard van der Ven from Volveik in the Netherlands. Callum Talbot from Sydney. Surely City make the finals as a bare minimum, don't they?
2: Oh, they will. They will. They'll, they'll definitely be up there. And you're right. We do have another Borussia in um, in our league, which is exciting. I mean, if he has anywhere near the same impact on a weekly basis as what the great uh, Bessart did, then then he'll be one to watch. So interesting to see how he goes. Um, and you're right. they They have brought in a few midfield players. So losing... Metcalf, I think, will be covered by, you know, at least one of these um, foreign players that they brought in. Roston Griffiths was that sort of Mr. Fix-It who, who could play anywhere for him. He'll be a big loss. But I do think that, uh, you know, even though we haven't seen these uh, these foreign players in midfield, they're front three again. Naboo, McLaren, Leckie with Beronguer behind them. Um... They'll be very strong.
0: Okay, so yes to the finals for City. Yes. Uh, Melbourne victory, uh, so close last year, of course. Won the FFA Cup, as it was then called. Uh, Very, very close to winning the Premier's plate. And, of course, into getting to the grand final as well. Uh, Nani, the big-name signing of the competition, can he do a Shinji Ono for Popper, And can they go one step better this time around?
2: Well, let's hope he does more Shinji Ono than, uh, than a Daniel Sturridge. I mean, we want to see this guy <laughs> on the pitch as much as possible because he is our, you know, he's a huge addition to the league um, and, of course, to victory. So I, I, for one, hope he does light up the league, obviously from round two onwards, um, and does everything that we expect him to do. You know, he's going to be a great addition to the league, and we want to see him flying down the wing, cutting his scoring goals, <laughs> and just being the brilliant player we know he, um, he, he was and, and can be. So... Look, they've added Tommy Urich, who gives them a, you know, a, a, obviously a, a better option than what Majotta gave them up front. So with D'Agostino on paper, um this is a very, very good squad, and and with Popper at the helm, they'll definitely be up
0: there again. And of course, they've uh, repatriated Paul Izzo as well from uh, Zanti to replace Ivan Kelova in goal. Finals, yes. Yes. For you, for victory. Yep. Uh, Newcastle Jets. A um, lot of ins and outs, a uh, lot of experience brought in, the likes of Brandon O'Neill, Renault Piscopo, Trent Bahaja, Josh Sotirio, Carl Jenkinson, uh, James McGarry, a whole host of new signings, Daniel Steins, uh, Callum Timmins from Perth as well. But I guess the, the big question is, because of the loss of Daniel Pena, who fills that creative gap in midfield? Because the Jets were good to watch last season, but mm-hmm. you know lacked consistency. Yep. Is it an Angus Thurgate who has to step up? Is it a Reno Piscopo who plays in that more central role? How do they go?
2: Um, look, I think in terms of stepping up, well, first, I mean, filling that void of Pena. I think Piscopo is, you know, Pena's a big loss, but Piscopo is just a, as big a gain, I think, for them. He's a great player. I love watching him play. Uh, exciting going forward creates, so I think he can fill that void definitely. Um, but for me, like you said, I mean, you talk about steel before with uh, with one of the other squads, and I think it's that's what Newcastle. MacArthur, yeah, that's what Newcastle need. You know, I mm. think they were a few games where they conceded late goals, so there, there was no real ability to you know take it, go in front and be able to hold on, particularly late in game. So if they can add that to that attacking quality and flair that they showed. You, you rattled through all the plays that they brought in. So they've definitely recruited well. Um, if they can just be a bit more organised tactically, then then they'll
0: be uh, much better. And they've still got Becca Mikkel-Tadza, of course, as well. Finals, yes, no? No. No for the Jets. Uh, Perth Glory. Uh, Wooden Spooners, of course, for the first time in their history last time around. Almost a completely new squad, which might take a bit of time to gel. Ruben Zakovic, inexperienced head coach but they put plenty of experience around him the likes of Kenny Lowe and Mitch Davray, Andy Keogh, Chris Coyne. Um, do Perth have a better season this time around and will it be enough to get them into the top six?
2: Oh, look, I think those guys that you mentioned in helping zadkovic I think is great because I did think that he was probably uh, too inexperienced to be taking this already um, but having those guys around him they'll help him they'll get a, the, the best out of him as well but Um, look, I do think I don't, I mean, before you even ask the question, I don't have them in my top six. I think, um, you know, there's, they brought in a couple of good players. Musti Amini, um, for one is one who, who want to get a lot more Kolokovsky, another one, but I just don't, um, you know, I don't see them having enough to make the finals, unfortunately.
0: OK, we'll talk about Sydney FC after the break with uh, their new signing, Robert Mack. So we'll move on to Wellington Phoenix. Ofok has, of course, uh, made monkeys out of us many times in the past. Again, he's lost a whole heap of talent. Gary Hooper's gone. Reno Piscopo's gone. Zaterio Sandoval. Um, but he's brought in a guy who, unlike the look of Bozidar Krajev, who's played in the Champions League in Europe. He could be one to watch out for. Steven Yugarkovic and Costa Barbarousas have gone over there as well. Did Wellington make the six? We we said no last year, and you were adamant, yes, they will make it. Um, and they did. Look, yep. he he has surprised
2: a lot of us, I guess, With um, when you look, again, on paper. Um, and I have always backed him, but unfortunately this year... Look, I just think until we see more of those foreigners, then, um, you know, it's hard to. With the players that he lost this year, you know, Piscopo, Sotirio, Sandoval, Gary Hooper, it's um, until we see those foreigners, I can't justify throwing them in the six.
0: You're going to get an angry phone call from (laughs) Muffy, Western Sydney Wanderers, uh, surely this is the year for the Wanderers to make the finals at the very least. Surely.
2: I mean, it has to be. And they can't just make the finals. You know, there's been a lot of talk um, from people that I hear out there going back, you know, especially a lot of RBB former members wanting to go back and support this team. So, look, Eddie Bosner's done a lot of recruiting. They look good on paper. Ninko's gone into the squad. Lawrence Thomas is a huge addition for me. Um, You know, if you talk about scorers getting you 15 to 20 goals, a goalkeeper is just as important. So, he's big. And, um, look, I I do think that... uh, a club like the Wanderers, we, they need to be doing well. We want to see scenes of what we used to see at Per Stadium with their fans for this league to, you know, to really be thriving. It it gets the other fan, opposition fans, um, you know, turning up in big numbers as well. So we it needs to be a good year for the Wanderers.
0: Finals, yes, no? Yes. Yes. And finally, Western United. So we all know going back-to-back is tough. John Aloisi has made his squad retention his priority. Alexander Priyavich stays. James Troisi an interesting signing. They need to get Diamante fits as well. Could they go back to back?
2: Um, Well, look, Priyavich staying, that's a big one. Uh, I think there were some rumours as to whether he would stay or go. So him staying, um, is big for them. And Troisi coming in can add a little bit of quality and um, someone else, I think, in in that uh, you know with Lockie Wales and Connor Payne and Diamante of course if he's fit. But Um, look, I think the concern for me is that almost every other club that will challenge has improved a lot. Um, and outside of bringing in say Troisi, they haven't really. So look, they'll rely heavily on their style of play, which was incredibly effective. And Johnny Aloisi had them playing incredibly good football. Um, and if that drive is still there for them, then they have every chance. But do I have them in my six? No.
0: No. (sighs) Okay. So here we go. I I do, I do, I do, I do. Here's my here's my top six. Uh, Melbourne Victory, MacArthur, <laughs> Melbourne City, the Mariners, Western United, and the Wanderers. Oh,
2: you've left Sydney FC. I man. have. Okay. Go on, Broski. My top six. Melbourne City, Melbourne Victory, Sydney FC, mm-hmm. MacArthur, Wanderers, and Western United. I did have them in my six.
0: There we go. Who are your top six? Um, We have got a whole heap of uh, messages to get through. We'll just one through one or two of them. Uh, Jack says, haven't been this excited for an A-League season in a while. Sydney FC back home. My team, Adelaide, with the New East and Stan advertising and content marquees. Hopefully an uninterrupted season. And I think 11 teams that could genuinely make the top six. Sorry, Perth. Uh, fingers crossed our league <laughs> has turned the corner for the better this season. You'll be getting hate mail, Jack, from uh, Western Australia. Uh, thanks for your text. Larry Sprinkle, um, just on the Australia Cup final. Good stuff, Broski. Enough time for talk. Uh, both Australian and global football like to benefit from its diversity. It's time to confront its challenges as well. And just a couple of questions on uh, different aspects of the game. Uh, Simon, do you think, this is from Brett, do you think Tommy Rogic and Harry Suter will be named in our World Cup squad? Mm. Tommy Rogic is a really interesting one um, because he missed the playoffs, of course. Yeah. I think he will be in the squad because he's just too good not to be, providing he's fit and in form. Harry Suter, I think it's going to be tough for him to make it because he's not really played an awful lot of football. And one for you, Broski. Thoughts on Muscat or Popper to take over after Graham Arnold moves on from the Socceroos? There's no name on that one either.
2: Um, yeah, look, I think either oh, one of those. I
0: think that might be from Brett as well, is it? No? Okay. no? Trent. Trent. Sorry, Trent. All Go right.
2: Look, I do think any either one of those. I, I'd probably lean more towards Popper at the moment, um, just given the amount of time he's been, um, he's been around. And, and I'd love to see him take over the national team.
0: There we go. That was a busy old segment. Uh, We're off to a break. On the other side of it, we will wrap up the A-League preview with a look at Sydney FC's chances through the eyes of their new signing from Slovakia, Robert Mack. Okay, let's uh, look ahead to arguably the biggest fixture of the opening weekend of the season, the big blue between Sydney FC and Melbourne victory at the newly rebuilt SFS. Sydney, of course, had a poor season last time around, so they will be eager to get off to the best possible start. And joining us now to preview the game and the Sky Blue season, is their new signing, Slovak winger Robert Mack. Evening to you, Robert. How are you? Hello,
1: good evening. I'm fine, thank you. you?
0: Yes, good, thank you. Great to have you on the show. Uh, Thanks for agreeing to come on the global game. Uh, Firstly, I I wanted to ask you, last year, of course, you were playing in the UEFA Champions League with Ferenc Varos in Hungary, your former club. Why did you decide that Australia is is where you wanted to be?
1: A lot of people, like a lot of... uh people ask me about this but um yeah there was this opportunity I had some other opportunities to go. I was as a free free player and um yeah suddenly like actually I met with Filip uh, Philip Holosko. I spoke with him and he was here and he stayed, and I told him about this offer that I got offer from Sydney. Yeah and he told me like take it. It's a really good really good country, really good um yeah, uh, really good like uh lifestyle and like football wise is also like improving very much and they are building this new stadium and everything the new facilities it will be great so yeah we started i just started to think about it and yeah i made my decision very fast i spoke with my family of course my kids my wife and yeah we said like it can be new new adventure new opportunity
2: and also for me for new football wise so yeah that's why i took it well, it's good to have you here, mate, and and glad Philip gave some some good words about Australia. <laughs> uh, Carol Kissel is another Slovakian player who uh, yeah, who did very I, I, very I, well. I spoke, at, uh...
1: Yeah, I spoke with him also actually on, <laughs> on the phone like two uh, almost two hours. We I spoke about everything, and he also recommended me this. Like he said he enjoyed his life here really, really good, and also he enjoyed the football. So he said, yeah, um, it's it's something different, but uh, he said he would like it, he would like it so. Yeah, I I started to think
2: about it and that's why uh, so so I took the, this this the, this decision. Yeah no, very good man we look forward to seeing you play as well. So what have you what have you heard so far about the history about uh Sydney FC and Melbourne Victory this will be your first game this weekend have you heard a lot about the uh, the big blue and and the history between the two clubs?
1: Like I heard that Sydney FC is the most successful team in Australia, football <laughs> team. So this,
2: <laughs>
1: this, is what I, this is what they tell me first. But they say last last year also this Melbourne victory was like it's uh, improving. It's a really good team, and they told me, yeah, the first game in the Sydney in the new stadium it will be something amazing, and everybody looking forward to it. I can really I cannot imagine because I never experienced this atmosphere here and everything. So I'm really looking forward to it, and this is. They say like this is like um two one of the two biggest teams in uh, in uh, in Australia, so they told me it will be a fantastic game with in the new stadium in sydney so yeah i 'm looking for it like uh, very much
0: it is a big fixture and and we're told that the crowd is tracking towards thirty thousand i mean I'm, i 'm sure hope that that's the case because uh, uh, that would be absolutely brilliant for the first game at the newly rebuilt. SFS. Um, it's not a derby as such, Sydney versus Melbourne, but it's it's one of the classico fixtures, if you want to put it that way. You must have played in some very big fixtures in the past, including derbies. Um, how do you pre- do you prepare differently for these sorts of games as as opposed to regular games? Do you think or not?
1: Like um, you don't. Of course, you take it like um, when they say it's like big, big, big rival. It's a big uh, derby game, or it's a big, big opponent against you. It's something different. But I think you need to prepare for the first your first game in the season is very important how you start the season mm. because this is the way you you will you will. You will go to the next games and how will go your next game. So I think everywhere where I was, the first games was very important in the season, because then you play with more passion, with the, you have fans on your side, you you play more without pressure. So mm. the first game is very very important, and I think it doesn't matter who we, who who is it first game. We need to start to to show our quality, to show to show our how we want to play, how we want to how we want to intrude ourselves like in the season so this will be very important i know it's a very big game against melbourne victory but we need to look for it like it's normal game like every every game and we need to go for three points and uh, yeah especially in at home and in front of this big crowd to play good football and show them that in this season we are really ready
0: and, Robert, we know your CV. It's it's very impressive. You've played in the top competitions in the world. You've uh, won over 70 caps for your national team. But for those of you who haven't watched you in the flesh, and I would guess that's probably most of us, what sort of player are you? What are your, your strengths, your attributes on the field?
1: Well, yeah, I don't know why everybody me this in Australia because it's really, I don't know. how. <laughs> I don't like to speak <laughs> about myself. You know, it's really <laughs> weird. And, yeah, I this will be the last people time people I promise
0: because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we'll see you like, on Saturday we'll, then we'll know <laughs>
1: yeah a lot of people don't know me and everything so um, yeah I'm just um, I've done um, done a lot left for the national team and I played some big games and I am like typical winger to go one against one, to make assists, to make goals for the team and help the team to win the game. So this, But this is the job, uh, you are in the position that you need to do this job. So it's not something special you do, It's this This is your position and this is what you need to do when you are playing winger, like winger striker, then this is what the coach and everybody expects from you, assist the goals and help the team to win the game. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully on Saturday there will be a lot of a uh, lot of things like this and yeah we can start with, with a good way
2: and you speak about starting the season in a good way how how is everything going since you've joined Sydney fc there's obviously in that front line yourself joe lolly adam Lafondre as well how are the combinations going at uh, in training and and how's everything going to look come the new season between you guys
1: yeah like yeah it's um To be fair, it was a really long preseason. It's my longest preseason in my life. life. (laughs) We know. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's really, really long and it's a little bit frustrating to play only friendly games and to wait, 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 and now. Finally, the wait is over. But uh, we train a lot. We train a lot uh, because, yeah, we had some. We came like new players, and we need to, we need to introduce ourselves to the teammates on the pitch, especially. So this is, was very important that we had this time to, to understand each other, and yeah, it doesn't matter who will play. It, it doesn't have to be like every time our three play in front, so we can be just coach decision every time, but. Uh, we work some uh, some systems. We work a lot in the training. So um, yeah, uh, we have some tactic. We we are we now know each other also from uh, on the pitch and off the pitch. Uh, yeah, uh, we had some good friendly games last three games. Uh, we we know the games. So yeah, uh, it was some good good preparation. And hopefully, uh, everything will show on Saturday if we are prepared or if we are not not prepared.
0: Uh, just a couple of ones to, to finish off, Robert. Um, we, we mentioned you won 70-odd caps for your, your country. Is it your intention to continue with Slovakia? You've got Euro qualifiers starting in March next year. You Are going to make yourself available, if selected, for those fixtures?
1: Yeah, I didn't really think about this uh, so much um, because, yeah, it's obviously it's a really long way to fly every mm-hmm. month to europe and to go there for um, for the national team so yeah i want to take my time and until now i didn't decide if i want to finish the national team i still like i still believe i can still help the national team but it's uh it's no for me it's not possible to fly like yeah almost uh, mm-hmm. every two months to go to europe and go back so yeah I I was not really interested uh, like uh, this was not really like uh, interest for me like for me it was no, now it's important to play games here to help the team and to get the city back where they where they supposed to be and with national team yeah I would think about it and we'll see how, what this will be this, my decision.
0: I'm sure Steve Corica will be pleased to hear that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just just to finish off, we, we've had a couple of questions on Twitter for you. Arto Harkinen asks, what are your personal goals for this season? And Albert Shepherd asks. Where did you play your best football?
1: Uh, yeah, the goal for the season is, of course, to, how I said, to get uh, Sydney back where it's supposed to be because they told me like last season was not the best where mm-hmm. they should be and yeah everybody wants to wants to uh, help the team to go to go back uh, to the first positions and to win trophies so this is the goal and to help the team this is my goal like main goal is to help the team mm-hmm. uh, to. Um, to play good, to show some good football and uh, yeah, the most important is always the count the victory. So so this is the the most important where I what I go want want to go to the season to, to win uh, win the trophies and win the games. And um, my best football where I played the best football, yeah. I had a lot of good games in national team, a lot of good games when I was in in Russia, when I was in Greece and now last uh, last uh, in my last team in Fernet Faro Budapest we had play the Champions League, we play Europa League and there were some good games. So yeah, it was a lot. I was in a lot of countries but yeah, it's this is the history now, the 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 present is here, and That's yeah, it. I want to. I'm
0: looking forward to to play here for Sydney. Now it's FC. A, now it's about Sydney FC, um, yeah. Robert. All the very best on Saturday against uh, Melbourne Victory. We're looking forward to watching you play. Good luck uh, for the season, and, and welcome to Australia. Good to have you here.
1: Good luck. Thank mate. you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you. Thank you. That's uh, Robert Mack from uh, Sydney FC. Just before uh, we leave Sydney FC, Broski, your thoughts on how your former club will go this season. Of course, Robert Mack is just one of several signings. Uh, Alex Parsons, Jack Rodwell, Joe Lolly, Diego Caballo. Um, has Steve Corica reinvigorated the squad enough to challenge this season, in your opinion?
2: Look, I I, I think they can. I think they definitely need a big year. Corica's made some changes uh, tactically to the way they're going to play as well. Um, and look, the club is going back to Allianz Stadium. It's what they needed, uh, I think, at, at this point in time after last season. And they need to respond on the pitch. It's that simple. Look, with the changes they've made, I'm excited to see the the new foreign players. Uh, Jack Rodwell coming in with Luke Bratton as well. I think those are the two that can give a bit of muscle to the team, which they didn't have um, last season. And, look, if Lafondre gets back to scoring the way he knows, um, look, I, I do think that they'll be uh, be up there this year. So, look, what I said about the Wanderers is the same for Sydney too. You know, the league needs a strong Sydney. Um, you know, with with its big Sydney crowds to have a good, um, you know, to have a good season. And and look, I'm excited about what uh, the season ahead for not only Sydney, but the whole league.
0: Okay, that's uh, our A-League preview done and dusted as we head to the break. We'll look ahead to the second hour and we've got Spencer Pryor coming up with a wrap of all things English Premier League.